Hi, and welcome back to another Tech Talk Travel interview. We're sitting here with Jan Valentin from How's That Anaya. Jan is an experienced entrepreneur, investor, and M&A advisor. He's known for his expertise in strategy, marketing, and product. And before joining Anaya in 2016, Jan made Kayak a European household name, acting as the company's managing director. Uh, prior to that, Jan ran and listed Travel24.com. He's traveled the world as a journalist for many years and has held several advisory board seats in European companies. Jan, it's great to have you joining us today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'd like to start by asking basically, what's your, could you tell us a little bit about your experience in the travel industry and how your career progressed to where you are today? Yeah, it's been a fun ride. <laughs> I started off as a journalist and um, I was very young and at the time I actually wanted to do politics, which I also oh. did in, as an intern, but um, you know, when you're 20, they, they say, well, where can you, we put you where you don't cause much harm? So <laughs> they put me into a travel section. I had the, I had the luxury to really travel a lot at the, the time, probably when we get <laughs> to your questions around what have been your most fun accommodation experiences. Mm. I'll, I'll almost travel back in time 25 years. Um, but, um, but then I, you know, I, I was writing about Africa and lots of places in Africa. I, I took first class planes to New York uh, to, uh, to, to have dinner in the World Trade Center, which still existed. That, that's how long it, it was wow. back in time. Yeah. And, um, but I realized I wanted to do something myself. I wanted to really create things. And, uh, and the internet came up. The first uh, online portals came up. And uh, long story short, then I, I, I went into, um, into um, Bekti was the first member of that gang. And we grew that brand. I, I, I had a gig over in, in Leipzig with Unista, uh, Travel24, you mentioned it, um, which is an interesting time, certainly learned a lot, uh, not everything uh, that I saw, I, I, you know, I would want to do again or, or see again. And then, then I, I, I literally got, um, we did brand bidding on Kayak and, uh, and the, the CMO at the time told me, I'm either going to sue you or you're going to join us. <laughs> and, and so I did. Um, and, uh, and I went to Zurich and uh, it was a great time. Kayak was just a great time. It was mm -hmm. awesome. Six years. Um, people started doing investments by the side. That was, that was somehow possible, not in the travel space. But um, I did some mobility investments and, and out of that and created Enea really in a very ev evolutionary fashion. And then, um, yeah, and found a, a, a great partner last year with, with How's That to, to join forces and, 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 and be a bigger entity. And I think now we, we do have a relevant, um, you know, say in the market. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Just before we move to the next question, you said you were looking at uh, politics, a possible career in politics. Mm. Did you study political science? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. international my son, relations. Yeah. My son studied political science. Yeah, yeah he yeah. got his master's in that. Yeah, I did that yeah. in, in, in Washington just pre 9 11, essentially ended those stu those studies. I already worked as a journalist for Süddeutsche at the right, time. Right. And, um, and then, you know, the whole world was different. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying I would want to go back there for sure not. I mean, that industry has changed so, so sure. much yeah. um, in a sense. I mean, you are in that industry now and it's a different industry than the one that I knew, obviously. Yeah. Um, and and uh, so, no, I'm, I'm happy where I am. But I think the, the skills you learn as a journalist, you can use and use and use again in other jobs. So that's, that's absolutely, great. Yeah. absolutely. I think it also goes to show you don't need to study hospitality per se to have a career in the industry. 
No, for sure not. Um, plus, I mean, we have great hospitality guys on the team, as you know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm maybe less of a hospitality guy than yeah. than, than two or three other people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good, good. All right, let's talk a little bit about Hauser Danae. Can you tell us how the company is structured and, and exactly what it is that you do? Yeah. So I mean, I'm almost thinking we have like three different departments. We call it two, but but thinking I'm actually it's actually three. One is we do investments, so that there's fund business going on, sometimes off balance sheet and 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 and, and then of course out of the fund and the the funds of the past. Second um, is advisory, and that includes a whole lot of things. Um, you know, all the way from merchant acquisition, fundraising, strategic advice, um, and then I would almost say we have like a third area which which is new business opportunities, which we look at constantly as well, um, mostly in the travel space. So that could be SPAC, that could be an incubation with something that where we actually put a lot of work in for, for six months and then and then grow it and, and have uh, and have people then um, you know run the show. It, it works with nine people effectively on board. You can do a lot. Mm -hmm. um, of course, you don't want to spread too thin either. Mm -hmm. But those uh, those new business opportunities often have a high potential of a high return, obviously, as mm -hmm. well. So that's why we do that as well. Okay, great. And what does a typical day look like for, for someone in your position? Uh, I don't know if there's a typical day, but... Uh, I mean, we you know usually I get I tend to not sleep too much, um, not as <laughs> some people sleep even less in the team I think, but uh, um, I usually get up fairly early and 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 look at whatever you know the calendar is it still intact is there anything new that has come in, uh, then I like to have uh, two two three hours of really quiet time um, up until nine say where um, I can do. Um, presentations. I can I can run an Excel calculation, you know, build a small business plan, whatever. Mm. And then usually you have a lot of calls, right? I mean, then you have some team calls. You have calls with partners, with clients, with in companies you invested in, with new startups. Um, uh, you start to have uh, dinner again as well, mm -hmm. so <laughs> mm -hmm. that that's that's coming back, so that's good. And uh, and then yeah, it's you know usually it. it but then also on a, on a Friday, I might as well say, look, um, I don't know, it's noon now, and uh, I've I've done enough for the week, and I'm I'm taking a few hours off, and then just do something else, and, and go get back to the desk on Sunday. Yeah. So uh, yeah. we 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 have the luxury of being really free in, in how we structure ourselves for the most part. Excellent. All right, as an investor, obviously in startups, what is it that you're looking for? How do you, you determine or see potential success stories? And, and how do you find what people call that unicorn, if you like? I think now more than ever, you need to have a, a grasp for where uh, technology is going. So that's the first thing you have to understand that um, I think that you know the next five years are not going to be like the last five years. Mm -hmm. So that basis you have to form all along. Now that's just the basis, and then you have to find you know the right teams with the right uh, product ideas, um, and uh, and and the teams are effectively what's most important. We've called ourselves at one point the evolutionary fund because you know that on the way of building a startup usually there is near-death experience there is you know it's 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 almost that it, nothing works everyone is, is unhappy and at that point you know that and, and still if the people are good they will re-pivot into something else um, and, and that may sound drastic sometimes yesterday I actually met that startup um, and and they told me oh they're all so happy they're three years in they're all so happy I asked them 
and this can't be true. How can you're lying to me now? And you know, it, it came after after a while. They said, yeah, we have also gone through this COVID, obviously, and we have, but we're generous, still very happy. So you have to manage that with the teams, mm. and that's what the founders need to be capable of. But of course, they also need to have the technical skills and and the product the product idea in the first place that the market really needs and I, I feel like in travel um, especially on the inspirational side of travel I mean many people in the past have created things that because they thought it was interesting but not because there was any business behind that and we've also failed with investments that way so that's a learning uh, the experience we've made. Right, right. Could you give us an overview of the current investor sentiment and impact on startup funding in the short and the medium term, as well as what likely outcomes for the industry could be when, when you're doing that? I mean, I think overall, if you look at capital markets, you have, um, you know, you have so much money out there. That's number one. And effectively, in terms of total startup investment, this year is the record year ever. Yeah, uh, by really a stretch, easy. right? I yeah. think by now already it is. So, yeah. and and September, October only, only really just beginning. Um, of course, that money flows um, more and more into deep tech uh, and into into for sure other sectors than travel. So, if you look at travel per se. Um, you have more and more money that's also not specific to that sector, but going into those who are already fairly big and a lot of money has been pumped into, you know, even companies where we would say, why is it so interesting? Because, but, but they're big already, so more money went in there. Mm -hmm. uh, early stage startup businesses, I think you have that the question being asked, you know, what is Google doing? What is GAFA doing? Effectively, that is now standard. So you cannot come up with an idea anymore that just will not fly because of this at this point in time, at least. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think investors, by and large, become more savvy, I would say, at least I, I, would, I would hope we do. Um, you have uh, you also because you didn't have too many exits in the past few uh, years. You don't have too many new angels entering the market with the money they made in travel. So that's you know Trivago so many years. Um, now you have that home to go IPO. So maybe also that 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 that. Um, He's backing, so maybe maybe some some money comes into the market that way. Um, so I wouldn't say it's all um, hype around travel at this point in time. For sure, not the other sectors that are hotter. What we really need is that next evolution in technology to uh, to make travel seamless and, and really easy. I think it's about time. And then, of course, we will see new companies. Uh, winning, winning the game against those who are already like a bit um, old. Maybe you, you know, you want to include the metas into that. The, the the old kayak way, the old skyscanner way. Mm. I could see companies like Hopper, uh, companies who, who provide a much more seamless process on that, and um, um, companies like um, yeah, Hopper now also quite Mowgli in France. So those companies I could see like be the next generation. Next generation will come, and and it's about time that those companies. Companies are founded now, and uh, Lambus that I met yesterday. I think one of those will will eventually make it, and and, and then have a have a have a strong market share. Mm -hmm. um, that's for more you know more complex uh, um, um, uh, travel product. Now I'm not so, uh, in in terms. Of, I mean, we talked yesterday about marketplaces in in hotels. Mm. 
um, you don't see booking going away tomorrow. No. Of course, they leverage technology as well, but I think that direct distribution uh, with the according technologies um, that are also incumbent now. You have you have a, um, you have um, technologies uh, coming up that they are so simple to use effectively for B two B applications uh, for hotels. So that that makes a difference. And again, you have to find the right ones. Um, but I wouldn't say there's a hype. Not in trouble. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> would you agree with that the existing investors need to show commitment, perhaps more so than ever at the moment, uh, to show that they're willing to assist their ventures through tough times that obviously we've been through in the recent months? And what do you see as some key indicators of trust for new potential investors? Um, I mean, first, first off, investors are looking at making money, right? And, right? and they're making money for the LPs. That's the prime goal of an investor, mm. simple as that. Um, nonetheless, there are different ways to do this. And you have seen, you have seen investors back, um, as I mentioned, um, um, already grown-up companies or scale-up companies um, uh, decently in the, past, in the past year, past one and a half years. Effectively, we haven't seen too many companies die. You also, of course, where we had to do much more is like assist them in uh, in, in, uh, in, in in taking the right choices now um, on the uh, through COVID. I mean, how do you where do you save money? Where don't you want to save money? How do you how do you how do you effectively maybe repivot your business, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you know, save in marketing, spend on technology, and that that's is, that's where we have helped as well. We have run classes with them, where we have uh, assisted them in a very hands-on way, and then of course um, also um, with you know a little bit of money here or there, or find a strategic exit at this point in time where the big story just wouldn't fly well you, you try at least you know to get out in a, in a good way and at least not lose money mm. uh, for all people so I think those are the things that an investor can do and and it's doing in in, in, in their own interest right yeah. it's uh, yeah. that, that's how the business is structured so we recently sat down with um, Ines Blau at uh, EHL uh, actually last week or the week before last when we were in Switzerland um, and she was explaining to us about their innovation village that they've set up within the school and how that they're focusing on encouraging and supporting students that come through or show talent perhaps as young entrepreneurs and I thought that was really great to hear how they're taking that as a priority and I wanted to ask you how in your opinion can higher education institutions best prepare their students who aspire uh, to build a startup and, and mm -hmm. prepare for that mm -hmm. because it's not something that traditionally hotel schools do so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we're seeing a lot of young talent come through and, yep. you know there's yeah. there's a couple of folks that you could name where you've seen examples yeah. of that yeah um, I think it's a good idea what are your thoughts and how do you see that working no I completely agree um, and um, funnily enough we are we're um, ourselves now um, uh, trying to build um, a we call it a, a venture studio together with Munich Business School that's where I'm based mm -hmm. they effectively have business schools in 80 different um, um, cities I believe um, all over Germany and Dach uh, but Munich is the, the place to start it and 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 to your point you have a disconnect sometimes between the ideas the money um, and the markets and 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 trying to bring that together um, can really accelerate innovation in a, in a great way and with those you know postgrad it depends also if you're focusing on the on the grads or the postgrads um, we're bringing that talent right into the market I think you answered that question what's the right way to do this I think having them 
you know, play with the real life, not just learning, mm. not just learning how in theory things uh, could work and in, in building a venture, but actually building a venture. Mm. And this is what we're trying to do and really trying to create an ecosystem, which then on top of it, and that is also probably similar with what, what, what can be done in hospitality, brings the, uh, the what we call the German Mittelstand into the game as well, which is so disconnected right now to the startup uh, world, which is, I think, also a problem overall then of, of you know, of, of the German uh, ecosystem, of the German economy by and large. You don't have that as much in the United States. You have 10 times more corporate uh, venture capital in the United States um, per capita than in Germany. And this is where where I think um, we, we need to bring those Mittelstand companies into the game of venturing with young entrepreneurs and then to build um, the great uh, the great things that will also shape the future of the Mittelstand mm. and in many ways. Otherwise, this will come from elsewhere. Mm. Okay. Um, within the travel, ex with, uh, well, from your personal experience within the travel industry and, and your career, what, what have you found have been some of the uh, biggest pain points for you personally? And where do you see opportunities for disruption? I think the biggest pain point is still renting a car. Right. For the most part. Really? That's interesting. <laughs> I think you're standing in line with your license for an hour on on some some island and, and having to wait for that ten minute long process and then yeah. finding that car and then being guilty of a scratch that you're not guilty. Anyway, I think that, that that is still and I know that I mean companies are trying to disrupt that and, and it, it's all about identity verification of course in many ways. All those Technologies are there to make this process completely seamless, and I mean, six probably. I'm not. I'm big, but they, I mean, they're probably doing it somehow better than some of the local ones on these islands. But um, if you look at ID now, for example, integrating into into various apps, making that and then that that is by default also secure, etc. I um, I think I think that process can be facilitated a lot. There are other concepts for that, like bringing you the car as company out of uh, uh, Boston and San Francisco. I believe for trying to enter the, the European market. But that is that is still a painful process. I think any 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 check-in, check-out process usually is still painful. Of course you have yeah. I just stated the rubies over there. It's a great yeah. process. You just put the cart there, it's over, yeah. it's done. Yeah. I mean we're talking on a level very high level of, of uh, wishing for comfort here, right? Obviously. Mm. So mm. I think that's number number four. If I had to mention one, it's really renting a car. Overall, I think the the complexity of booking and rebooking and and, and 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 cancellation and packaging this is kind of my area a little bit I feel that we are still stuck in an old world with with all two operating systems and we will see and we're seeing effectively more uh, flexible ones um, that then will also allow you to essentially enjoy all the benefits in location through your app I think that that'll come um, Again, I, I think if we talk about pain points, I mean, these are, you know, first world problems for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, if we talk about uh, world problems, of course, you know, we have to be more sustainable, have to be climate neutral very, very fast. 
otherwise uh, we I mean we won't travel as much probably anyway but um, but uh, we, we have to strive not to have a negative impact um, mm. on this planet for sure and it also applies on a social level then so I think that's one thing that's neglected we cannot stop tourism um, tomorrow because to save the planet because we will have you know 40% uh, unemployment back in Greece and 30% and in Spain all of that um, and and the the repercussions of that even 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 will be worse mm, mm. than uh, than uh, than than the situation is right now so the, so having that in a very balanced fashion um, yeah, a lot a lot in the capital structure of travel is also wrong if you will money you know going not a lot of money staying in those countries that effectively host uh, the tourists yeah. um, especially when you look outside of the European Union obviously mm -hmm. so I think those are the big big problems uh, to solve but that that won't be solved just within the industry no. okay yeah. excellent and what if you were to give advice to any entrepreneurs wanting to break into travel per se what what would it be because a lot of people sometimes come in starting companies that have no experience in the industry but again through what you said before their personal experience has kind of driven them to an idea so yeah what would be some advice that you would give someone wanting to break now often you also hear from the team well I like to travel so now I work in travel that's that's um, a weird argument I mean it's it's one argument you shouldn't hate it <laughs> but uh, it's usually not enough um, I think again you have to have to think what are the pain points um, uh, what are the pain points also at scale for many people where is technology at this point how savvy am I in technology myself I mean it always comes in now um, and there things can go really 10x faster than than probably five years ago in yeah. terms of programming something and uh, when you talk to the very young ones about the the languages they're using suddenly they come up with one that you haven't heard of mm -hmm. and, and you have to learn I mean I'm not you know learning the language but at least learning what it is and, and what it's doing uh, versus what I don't know Java is doing mm -hmm. and um, and so I think you just have to be mindful of the fact as well but that applies to any venture that most likely you will fail if you don't get a lot right you will fail and mm -hmm. and so better look at all the negative possible negatives that that could be hurting you should try to really check them out and say yeah. yes but I can handle it I can handle this yeah. and yeah. if I can't then maybe don't do it it's a bit like looking into a glass ball isn't it or a crystal ball trying to identify where you potentially could fail and, and alleviating that I mean it's, it's a very hard thing to do it is yeah yes of course I mean in yeah. many ways you're um, you're you're trying to look into into the future yeah. which is so um, which which is so interesting and which makes this entire business so very very interesting yeah um, but um, but of course you can at least reduce the probability of just failing uh, dismally because you didn't check on on some question there's still so many factors sure. that could kill you anyway but um, yeah. yeah yeah okay and, and what's been one and of find a co-founder that's the other thing don't do it alone yeah yeah don't do it alone yeah having someone support you yeah. is very important yeah. yeah support you challenge you yeah um, yeah. yeah yeah I agree with shout that. at you when you're getting yeah. it wrong but in a good way no really I mean yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. no 100% okay great and and also when it comes to your investments over the years what's been some of the biggest or one of the biggest surprises for you <laughs> Has there been anyone where you've gone, oh, wow, that that blew me away. I didn't expect that. Or In terms of our investments? Yeah. Well, for sure. I mean, um, we we do um, I mean next next to travel, we do we do a lot of blockchain investments. Okay. 
and um, we just didn't see that that wave of of success coming that has now come to one of those projects which is solana which you may have yeah. heard of by now because it's kind of becoming mainstream yeah and the seventh biggest project and we sold way too early yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so that that has been a, a big 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 surprise um yeah. in uh, um but it's also great to be a part of that because we have been part very very early when when kind of no one knew it and many years ago and mm. so it's still it's still good um and i mean travel is going to onboard also it's, it's you know it's an, they're calling it the next ethereum so we will see travel on this platform and mm. then we'll be proud of it hopefully uh, and hopefully also make more money on it yeah <laughs> um in terms of uh, in terms of um, you know bad surprises, if you will, of, in terms of bad surprises, there are also also many. But then I would also overall say one good surprise across the board is that we haven't lost any company due to COVID, really right. zero. We sold one. Um, but we haven't lost any. Yeah. None of them went insolvent. One company, Viselio, out of Switzerland, which had frankly up until that point never been profitable um, selling visa in, with a great technology really great technology well they, they repivoted into testing at airports and other stuff and suddenly made a whole lot of money and yeah. that keeps going yeah. so that's been a great surprise one great surprise of the past few months okay great excellent okay and then just finally as we wrap up just coming to some personal questions for you now you've obviously done a lot of travel in your uh, in your career what's been some of the most uh, or one of the most memorable experiences you've had when staying at a hotel I'm almost inclined to, to say not because you're Australian but but my most memorable travel experience is, is, is being on top of AS rocket 14 Wow to, 415 sorry uh, and just being there alone that's the most memorable travel experience well, they don't ever have people up there anymore. there are a lot of people up there well effectively we two minutes after we got up there uh, two Austrian I had two, two Austrian accents behind me yeah but, but still we have Austrians in our team so we're good no um, but we um, we we slept under the stars that night and that was the most memorable night um, that up until that point in time. That must I, have been I, amazing, yeah. I bet the stars I, were pretty, pretty uh, bright. Yeah, that was 1993. Um, in terms of hotel experiences, wow. Frankly, uh, maybe one of the, the last ones uh, that, that I, um, uh, we stayed in. I stayed in with my, my girlfriend in, in Greece. Mm -hmm. And um, we effectively stayed in an old wine factory. And we slept in a wine tank, in an old wine tank. Wow. And uh, it was just amazing. There was a tour of the, 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 the history of, of that. Um, uh, of that venue and, and you, you still smelled it a little bit there was good wine and it was just it was very unique in a way cool so uh, hope they're doing well I think they are yeah, yeah that sounds great okay excellent and finally what's your favorite restaurant funnily enough um, restaurants in, in Berlin spring to mind yeah um, thinking of sushi and sticks for example mm -hmm. like that one quite a lot um, there's also this Katz Orange, I believe, it's sitting okay. on, on the spree, right? Is it, is it Katz Orange? I'm not sure. It sounds interesting. It, I think I think that's the name. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, I just have memorable nights there, and I know okay. that kayak times, yeah. sometimes good evenings. Yeah, Excellent. so probably it's that. Very good. Well, Jan Valentin, thanks so much for joining us today. It's sure. been great to talk to you. Sure. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you all for watching. And as always, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the bell for the notifications. And if you haven't already, uh, download our apps. You can also watch all of our content through our apps and uh, subscribe to our platform. And until next time, thanks for watching. It's bye for now. <laughs>